It's one in five suffer from it and most suffer in silence. And um, But the one in five is the women that actually come forward and get diagnosed, yeah. so it's probably much higher. Yeah, it's probably more like one in three. Um, and I, you know, they say yes that it, it is temporary and it's treatable, but I do believe that you, you need to put the work in. Um, and I worked my butt off, um, did whatever I had to do. I was going to therapy once a week. I did start medication. Um, I was willing to do whatever I could to get myself better and to be there for my girls because I was like an absent mother and that was horrible. Like whoever wants to feel like that and I just know who I am as a person and as a mom and as a wife and I couldn't be any of those things. And I actually remember when we were outside um, on the deck one time and I was like telling you I just don't feel myself and um, and I remember you saying like, I know, like look around though, we have like, we have two healthy kids and we have our beautiful home, we're putting a pool in right now. And I remember telling you like, I know, but none of that stuff even matters right now. Like whatever I is wrong with me is horrible and I have no control over it. Well, because it's, it's more of like, yeah, I was telling you just think positive thoughts. And like, yeah. We have so much great stuff in our life, but it, but you know, any of this postpartum stuff, it's it's a hormonal imbalance, right? So it's like yeah. no matter what you do, yeah. there's wiring going on in your body that's not allowing you to like be happy, right? And that's, yeah. I think, what opened up our eyes to this whole thing. But just like the impact this had on our family, just for some perspective here, like I don't, I, I don't break ever. Like that, you know, like she calls me an alien. Like I just, I don't have many, I don't have much, I don't show much emotion. And I'm always the person that people come to. Like I'm the rock for a lot of people in my life. And uh, I lost, like I broke down completely during this. Like I, when I talked to her on the phone when she was in this uh, psych, psych ward in the hospital, like I was just hysterically crying on the phone with her. And yeah, and I'm like, the one saying like, honey, it's not that bad here. Like I'm getting better. And it was just like, he should have been telling me that, but then it was like, I needed to be strong for you. But um, yeah definitely puts things into perspective how much it postpartum does impact not just the, the mom but everybody um, and this is definitely a uh, huge piece of advice that if you are listening or watching this and you have children or you are going to have children in the future your you know significant other is pregnant that don't don't ever think for a second that this cannot happen to them and be there to support them. And sometimes it might mean asking um, a question that you don't feel comfortable asking um, because you you quite literally might be saving um, your wife's life. Um, so, but the thing I want to talk about too is, all right, the impact it had on us. So it's a very big deal, but the awareness of it and this is something that I talk about a lot, like with doctors, where I call out doctors who I don't necessarily know if it's their fault, but they have no or very limited knowledge like on health and nutrition, but they're advising people on the front lines on this stuff. Yeah. So same way where even like your, um, your OBGYN place like doesn't even have knowledge that there was this perinatal mood disorder place that was even there yeah. 
yeah. that people could go to. So I know you, you've been spending a lot of time on trying to raise that, raise that awareness, but first with this postpartum stuff, like what's the typical profile of a person that ends up with postpartum? Because I was pretty amazed to hear it's like, a, it's not always this way, but it's like a certain personality type a lot of times, right? Yeah, so um, typically from what we see like at the center, um, it's type A people, um, and we, we like to be in control. Um, we like to have a routine, um, constantly like making lists, and we want everything to kind of go as planned. Um, and motherhood is not like that at all. And um, that's difficult. And then also, like when you are suffering from something like this, you have no control over it. And that's what that's what killed me because I, if something's wrong with me, then I want to be able to fix it. But there was no fixing what I was experiencing. Um, and then I think things from there just spiraled out of control. And I was going from like eight hours of sleep. Like I, we had a baby that was sleeping through the night from three months. So. There was like no reason, and, and she's an angel baby, like so good, right? Like I, I literally popped her out, and like a few weeks after I was like, I have baby fever again, because she's just so, so good and easy. And so when I was going through this, I kept thinking to myself like, this can't be postpartum depression, because like, why? Like, I'm so happy. I'm obsessed with this little girl. Um, and again not realizing that it doesn't have anything to do with me like it doesn't discriminate it can happen to anyone um there are so many celebrities that suffer from this as well um and this was like back in the day like our parents generation the yeah. grandparents it was just called the baby blues right like oh you just had a kid it's the baby blues but this also affects um like a lot of helpers too right like nurses teachers yes. where you're always so busy helping other people empaths Empath, so then your 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 glass is almost full yeah. already, and then this just kind of causes it to spill over, right? With the yeah. hormonal imbalance, it's like the perfect storm. Yeah. So they do see lots of nurses, lots of teachers, um, because yeah, and, and most of those people, ironically, are you know type A as well. Um, so yeah, and I'm I'm all of those things. So I kind of like fit that mold not to say that if you aren't it you know I do know some people that are not type A at all that have suffered from this um, as well but yeah it's like a very wide spectrum and it can look different on everyone and yes baby blues are a thing uh, baby blues typically happen if it does happen like two to three weeks postpartum um, but then it goes away but if what you are feeling um, or experiencing is lasting longer it's more than that um, and that there although there is not much help out there sadly um, that yeah until she's done with yes, this yes yeah. I am on a mission to change that but so what is your mission <laughs> um, my mission is to just have every mom that has a baby or um, is pregnant at an OB office where you're constantly at, and that's another thing that we've learned that when you are pregnant, you are constantly at your OBGYN's office for checkups. But yet when you are postpartum and have a baby, you're seen once at six weeks, and that is it. Um, and that is when 
women need help the most and um, and so that just like blows my mind but yes there is not a lot of help out there and I am on this mission of trying to change that so that every mom when they're pregnant they are educated because I think the education piece is majorly lacking even for OBs and psychiatrists like I was misdiagnosed and flat out told that it wasn't this um, and it was I was like textbook um, postpartum anxiety really and then that kind of led to the depression because I didn't know what it was but and then also when um, a woman has a baby also being educated and just reminded more than just passing out a pamphlet that this can happen to you and it's not to scare you um, but to be prepared in knowing that if these things ever happen to you these symptoms that it's okay like you're not crazy and that you can get help um, and that it is temporary and treatable and I so wish that somebody had like scared me and really um, educated me more than just handing me a pamphlet but educated me um, on what this could look like because I think I would have gotten help a lot sooner um, and every mom deserves to be at their best all the time and while your best may look different every day um, motherhood's hard and it shouldn't be something that that makes it even harder and, and something you know suffering in silence um, so I am on this mission now I've been sharing my story on social media at happy fit mom 32 um, and really my hope is just that women come across it and they are they learn about it and what it can really look like um, and also just be there for anyone that is struggling with it and um, I show you all the time the messages that I receive of moms that and this is like moms all over the country who literally don't even like have somewhere to turn right because the, the awareness for this is the awareness and the resources for this are lacking tremendously like yeah. this needs this needs to change because it it affects so many women and it's not like it's you feel a little sad for a couple days like there's some there's some like dire consequences yep. if, if things don't you know get addressed right oh yeah definitely mm -hmm. and then um, oh wait so to go back on that so the messages that I received like it's sad um, but it gives me so much hope because just talking to somebody else that is going through this or has experienced it um, is so valuable. Um, and like this is totally not to brag at all, but I have received so many messages. Like I've made like friends with people that I've never even met before. And just like being there and telling them like I experienced the same exact thing and I promise you like I did not believe I was gonna get better but like here I am and um, there are two specifically one girl in North Carolina and one in Connecticut that like our stories are just so identical and we become close virtually and they write me all the time um, and the girl in North Carolina her mom writes me all the time and literally says that like they don't know what they would have done if they did not come across my profile because I quite literally saved their life and 
this girl's mom wrote to me and said, like, I don't know if my daughter would be here if it weren't for you. And while that makes me so happy inside that I had the courage to share my story and in hopes of helping other girls, that's like there needs to be something more going on. It shouldn't to be that way. Help because yeah. you shouldn't be the you shouldn't be the the catch all or the last resort for people. Like they should know about this yeah. before they have their baby. Their OBGYN should be fully engaged and educated on this. So I know that's you're you're gonna yeah. you're gonna change that. I know. And they found me by like just realizing that something was going on with them as well and nowhere to go and. Um, they searched the hashtag postpartum depression and that's how they came across my post and then had the courage to um, message me and again like that is really sad um, that that's what moms would go to to find help because of the lack of help and support and education um, so yeah I, I want I will change that um, it's gonna be a work in progress but um, it's just, it's very, very, very unfortunate. Um, yeah. So there's the, the support from like the medical side, but the other, the other part of it is the spouses, right? And husbands who I didn't think twice about, you know, helping her out because it's just, she's always there for me, right? So I just wanna make a point to the husbands here and I'm gonna get close to the camera because I've heard stories, I had people reach out to me, um, whether they're, you know, her friends, my friends, or just random people who saying, you know, it's so nice you were there for Jen and you were so supportive because like my husband wasn't there for me and he called me crazy. And I just wanna say that's ridiculous because you know damn well that if you were going through something like this, you would expect your wife to be there for you and to fully support you. So to call your wife crazy, something like this, it's a real thing. And I understand like it's hard to deal with as a guy, but you gotta be there. Like the most important thing is being there for your spouse because going through this alone, I couldn't even imagine her going through this alone and I never would have let that happen. But you know, you have to step up as a man in that situation and support your wife if you know this is something they're going through. And the way you can do that is just ask questions, right? Ask how they're doing. Um, just monitor their their actions and behaviors and just the way they're even saying words because I was able to tell very easily that something was wrong and off with with her so sorry for that little ramp but that's you know really important so I'm going to link up uh, her Instagram page um, some resources because this is this whole you know, I am one in five thing is very important uh, and you know the messaging needs to get out there um, if you know somebody that's going through this, or even if your spouse is going through it and you don't know where to go, have them reach out to her. She'll, yes. She's available 24 seven and she'll help them out, so. Yeah, um, I'm doing, um, I've been doing through COVID, virtual peer-to-peer um, -peer support groups. So I'm definitely not a doctor, I'm not a therapist, um, but I am a mom that has suffered through this and have come out on the other side. So um, I'm living hope and um, this is like, a very big passion of mine and I can you know welcome you into it's for anyone into this group um, and it's just it's done on zoom and um, I will tell you that going to the first group therapy session at the center um, that Chris found for me was so eye-opening because 
it was really like the first time when people were just like checking in and sharing how their week was going. Um, I finally felt like I'm not alone in this battle and I realized how common this was because there were other moms there that were sharing similar stuff. Um, and again, not everybody experiences the same symptoms, um, but it, nonetheless, like it takes over your life and it can spiral very quickly. Um, lack of sleep does not help. Um, but yeah, please do not feel like um, you are, you have to be like nervous or anything to reach out to um, myself. And if you are thinking twice about it, then chances are you do need to seek help um, because no one knows yourself better than you. Um, so. Well, I'm very proud of you, honey. You turned a significant negative into a positive and you're doing something now to make change. So yes. thanks for sharing your story. Uh, I know it was hard at first, but now you're very vocal about, you know, wanting to help others. So thanks for coming on Net Worth Radio. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you.